0: Hello and welcome to the Teens for Christ podcast. I'm Matthew Ascana, here with my good friend. Fi Folo and we are two teens giving our perspectives
1: and our opinions on the many and varying topics throughout the Word of God. And we would just like to share them with you all that you may understand if you don't know these topics and that you also may be blessed as we have been blessed.
0: Our... Type, our uh topic today is spiritual growth and maturity what do you think is spiritual growth and maturity
1: well i think that spiritual growth and maturity is us growing closer to god and us growing to a point that we're becoming more like him when it comes to our attributes. Like maybe when we were first a Christian, we would always be rude to others, but then we learned to always be kind to others and we would always show that even though someone, even though our siblings may have stolen our Xbox controller or something, we still didn't get mad at them. We just asked them to give it back to us. And we're just learning to have complete trust in him no matter what may come our way, so it's very important as Christians to continually be
0: growing and maturing in Christ. Yes, yeah, so here I'll start us off with the first verse. First Corinthians thirteen eleven says, "When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I was a man, I gave up my childish ways." Now, Fi, if you saw a baby in a diaper crawling around, it'd be cute, right? Oh, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you saw a teenager in a diaper, would it be cute?
1: No. I would think something is really, (laughs) really wrong. Yeah. You
0: ought to give up your childish ways. Yeah. When you get older, your brain starts to develop and you get more responsibilities and you'll have to start making choices like grow with God by your side or not. Also, asking him for your help through your big and little difficulties that cross your path of life. Yeah, okay.
1: So I also have my first verse here, which is James 1, verse 22 to 25. And it says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, He is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in doing. So in order for us to learn something well, just like in school, we have to be able to practicalize it. So like maybe in science class, they'll give us many experiments to do and they'll show us and they'll walk us through how to write down our observations and all that. Eventually, what they'll do is they'll give us an experiment, but instead of them walking us through, they'll let us do it by ourselves. Why? So that in the future, if we if we want to be a scientist or something, that we'll be able to do those experiments without having someone to hold their hand and show us how to do it so we need to be able to uh show how we've learned things and how we've grown because like if we're looking at ourselves like it says in this verse and we just leave we don't know our hair might not be combed then we're going to a business meeting Do you really think it's gonna look good i highly doubt it unless you just have perfect natural hair well in that case lucky you but for others we don't so as Christians, there's constantly something that we'll need to work on. So we always need to reevaluate ourselves. Like maybe we, like this past week, we've been pretty impatient. So we can use the word of God to maybe notice that mistake or notice the error, flaw, flaws in our lives. And we can also use the word of God to show us how to improve on that.
0: Yes, that's a really good point. So I'll say the next verse. Galatians 6:10 says, "So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. When you are growing up at, when you are growing up, you have more experiences and you have more opportunities. And when it comes to growing up, sometimes you got opportunities that you aren't sure what to do or if it's okay. And all you got to do is ask yourself, would God do that? Because sometimes you see the wrong thing or do it and you can't come back from it. An analogy would be opening a door. Sometimes you can't close that door. It'll stay open, but you try to avoid it. It'll always stay open, but all you can do once you open that door is avoid it. And the best way to avoid it and doing any of those bad things, like opening the door, is put your trust, faith in God.
1: And there's also things in life that are possible for us to avoid in the first place. Like maybe your friends could be doing something bad that you know end up leading down a very wrong path. So instead of doing that, you can avoid it completely and say, no, I don't think I'll join you. I think if you guys really want to do it, then... It's your choice and you have to live with the consequences
0: yeah. so
1: my second f- verse is 1 Peter 2 verse 2 and it says like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation so as babies need milk and like even when they're hungry they'll be crying all the time forcing their parents, We're well, not forcing them but notifying their parents that oh I'm hungry So just as we as Christians should be doing the same thing, babies, when they cry, they either want to be changed, but sometimes when they're hungry, it's because they have the desire to eat, they have the desire to drink milk, because they're hungry and they need to quench that hunger, if that makes any sense. So as we Christians need to be able to have that same desire to grow spiritually, Because a baby cannot be forced to drink milk, because if it's not hungry, then it's just going to sit in their mouth or they're going to spit it out or whatever. And God will not force us to grow spiritually. So we need to make that choice ourselves, like Matthew said earlier. Yes.
0: Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Our parents are a big part of us growing up. Usually our parents are the reason we play a certain sport or activity. Our parents are the base influencers in our life. If our parents lick their fingers or do any bad habits like biting on their nails, there's a strong chance that we are gonna do those things. But when your parents give you habits like devotions or growing in God, those things usually stick with you for the rest of your life. So parents are your biggest influencers. And if they teach you to read your Bible or devotions, keep doing that. Yeah, that's really true. Because the
1: first person a child looks up to before anyone else is their parents. They see their parents as sort of their role model, who they want to be. And it's something that. We all can influence because in eventually, if maybe most of us will become parents in the future to our own children, yeah. if Jesus tarries, and we'll need to be the ones making the good impact on their lives. Yeah. And also, I have here in Second Peter three seventeen to 18, it says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity so as matthew said parents can be big influences to a child's life so can the people they have around them so for a baby to grow well they need to have a a strong relationship with their parents and b they also need to, you also need to make sure they have a safe and a good and healthy environment around them. So just as Christians as well, the people we keep around ourselves, if those people are people who smoke all the time, drink, they can influence us in a way that will cause us not to turn out the way God wants us to. So instead, we should surround ourselves with people that can build us up that can make us better people, both physically and also spiritually. We should keep people around us that won't bring us down or give us a reason to leave Christ. And also it says in the second verse that we should grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the only way we're gonna know how Jesus acted is if we go to the gospel and also some of Acts and we read how Jesus lived because Jesus is the perfect example for us because even from a young age, he started having an interest in his father. And he started coming to, even like, he would. He even left his parents at a point when he was just 12. He left his parents and he stayed at the synagogue. And they didn't even realize until they were already gone. So they had to come back and get him. So he showed a good interest and a strong interest for his father in heaven. Just as we as well should show an interest in God.
0: Nice. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Friends are very important in life, but choosing the right ones are even more important. Mm-hmm. When it comes to choosing a friend, they have to they should be encouraging you, influencing you to do better things, push you to do good things with like the Bible, push you to learn more about God. Well when you don't have good friends they sharpen you the wrong way. They can start influencing you the wrong way. They will push you to do bad stuff like drinking, smoking, and all that. But so that's why it's mostly important to have the best friends you can. Make sure you select only the ones that will encourage you. And
1: as we're saying this we're not saying that people that aren't christians you should say oh they're not christians i'm just gonna ignore you completely no No, you can talk to them like people yeah you just can't be super close that Mm -hmm. oh you share all your secrets and all that stuff you can be friends but you can't be super close to each other that it's a point where you're like pulling each other or influencing us to the hardest or strongest way that anyone has and also as you said that it sharpens us in the wrong way you can think of a knife if you have the Mm. sand not sandpaper but you can think of something that's sharper like some people like use stones to sharpen it to make it sharper you can think of good friends as people who are making you sharper and when you have a sharp knife, it's going to be used more often, correct? Yeah. So when we're sharp spiritually, when we're growing, when we're not getting dull, when we're not losing our fire for God, that, make, that gives us more of an opportunity for God using and blessing us. But when we have friends that are constantly making us dull, constantly extinguishing our flame, our um, motive to worship and serve God... God isn't going to use us as much. Why? Because we're not making ourselves available or ready to be used by Him. And I, now my last verse here, or yes, my last verse, it is 2 Timothy 3 verse 16, and it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness almost everything if not everything that a christian could need in this world or for insight for information anything that we need to know about to help us as christians god has already given it to us where in the word of god so in order for us to be able to understand we need to have a good connection with Him. because to those that don't know christ i believe it's in first corinthians um, Paul says that the word of God is like foolishness to those who are not, who don't have a relationship with God. So if we don't have a relationship with God, we cannot notice, we cannot see what he's trying to give to us. Because like in 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about love. It talks about how love should be as a model. It should Love is patient. Love can is long-bearing things like that it can it can like suffer for others it can take their time and also proverbs as many of you know proverbs has many wise things to say about living about how we should be as not just christians but also as people so the word of god is packed from the beginning to from genesis to revelations It is packed with information and knowledge that God
0: is sharing with his children as Christians. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the Teens for Christ podcast. And this was Matthew S. Kynak and my good friend, Theodosison. And I think
1: before we end, maybe we should just say a short word of prayer or something like that. Yeah. So our Heavenly Father, we exalt your name for how you've helped us today and how you've been with us and how you will bless us, O Lord. We thank you, O Lord, for how you've given us the grace to learn more about you and to understand more about you, O Lord. We pray that all we've learned today about spiritual growth and maturity, you will help us to invest it into our lives and to be able to use it whenever it is necessary, which is almost always in our lives, O Lord. And we pray that you will be with us continually and that you will help us, you will strengthen us, You will protect us as we go anywhere, and everything we do will bring glory to your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening in, and have a good day. See ya. Bye.